0: Welcome to Bobby Finn Knows Everyone, a part part of the Pull Tab Sports Family. I'm Bobby Finn, born and bred on the east side of St. Paul, where everybody looks out for each other, work hard, and no BS. And that's what you're gonna get on this podcast. I'm um, along with me today, my friend. And colleague co-host Tom Lord, how are you, Tommy? Doing well. Thanks
1: for having me, Bobby. Excited to be here today. We're gonna do a couple a uh, couple new segments. It's gonna be cool. Uh, try a few things out. We got a really fun guest.
0: Really fun guest. Yeah, met you about uh, a couple weeks ago. Not even right.
2: Yeah, um, it feels met you at like, A Herba- uh, <laughs>
0: couple weeks ago. A yeah. <laughs> couple weeks ago, met him at It was like a lifetime. Having already. a couple of cocktails, and I'm like, hey. You're pretty cool. You need to be on my podcast. Let's go. So Brian Caralis, Caralis, Caralis.
2: Caralis sounds too weak. He's yeah, Corralis. Caralis. No one gets it right, so it's fine. <laughs> no one gets it. Right.
0: <laughs> you know, being from St. Paul, go figure. I need a you know to know a really good criminal defense la- lawyer, right? So Brian, uh, he has a law firm, Caralis Law. Check him out if you're in trouble. You know, and welcome to the pod.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me. My St. Paul friends all call me the K-Train, if that's easier. The K-Train? Yeah, they love the they say K-Train. I got a bunch of nicknames, but my gambling nickname is Big Dick Willie. Uh, my old school St. Paul name is K-Train. Otherwise, just I'm Brian.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, <it's> Brian. <laughs> Otherwise, Brian. So Brian's kind of a fellow East Sider, right? Yeah. Like North St. Paul, is that where you, where you grew up? Okay. Yeah, I'm close. Maplewood, yeah maple, yeah, maple
0: in the yeah you know it's it's kind of funny because east side there are borders and by proxy there are people that you want to be east siders yeah but hell yeah i'll take him as east sider because <laughs> he will help me if i ever need it for sure
2: i think where i grew up i was over by the maplewood mall we were a little soft over there <laughs> so we weren't as hardcore
0: they ain't he any soft so anymore i, out I there. don't
2: think i can take that uh the East Sider moniker. I, love, I wish I could. I just feel like I'd be stealing it.
1: You ever represented any East Siders over there? Oh, yeah. For uh, sure.
2: I've represented everybody you can imagine.
1: Well, it's probably a lot of East Siders because they're a lot of trouble You
2: name a location in the metro area or the state of Minnesota or western Wisconsin, I've represented them. Believe me. Every county, every city you could imagine.
1: Right. Um, are the East Siders the hardest to represent because they're such goons and thugs?
2: Uh, not really. <laughs> I mean... I think everyone's uh somewhat similar, you know. It's uh, you can go from this area to this area but no, they're all the same people. There's good people, there's bad people, there's people in between and there's a lot of uh people in the wrong place at the wrong time, they look like they did something. So it's mm-hmm. hard to judge them, you know. Mm-hmm. I would say though on a scale, yeah, the East Siders are probably the shittiest people I've ever met in my <laughs> entire life. That's a joke. <laughs> Just joking around. I understand this East Side pot. I'm joking around. Oh, that's good. How'd Just you fucking with you? How'd you Just get?
1: How'd you get into being a lawyer? How'd you? How'd you get into law? What was your? What was your stance?
2: Well, as a child, I I grew up watching L.A. Law in the in the '80s, and the first memory I had was like Arnie Becker was this lawyer. I didn't want to do divorce law. I was a divorce lawyer on L.A. Law, but you know he's kind of a cool dude. He drove a Porsche, and he like bang hot chicks can i say that yeah. Yeah. oh yeah he'd bang hot chicks and he just seemed funny. he's in court like god as a, you know a 10 or 11 year old i was like mom i want to do that
0: <laughs> hopefully you know? it was a lawyer seat. <laughs> i want to do
2: that you know that started and then i started i you know i was a kid that read a lot i read the john grisham books as a youngster and i'm like i just love the mysteries and the legal stuff and you know, I was a, a kid that was in those high potential classes, like doctor, lawyer, doctor, lawyer. And I'm like, well, if you're a doctor, I'm like, you wear that white lab coat and then you have a, you know, all these people coming in that have diseases and they're sickly and stuff like that. I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. They weren't banging the hot girls.
1: Yeah. Lawyers. That's, oh. that's where you got like, the chicks. Well,
2: well, it's like you're in a suit and you it's cool. And you're fighting. It's like sports. You're in a courtroom. It's like you against the other side. There's, It just seemed much more appealing. That's how it started. And then, you know, now it's, you know, I love Now you're banging hot chicks and the (laughs) court fighting. Yeah, something like that, you know. (laughs) (laughs) There's
0: not many times that that happened where I wasn't fast enough or sly enough to Uh not see the cherry lights flying behind me. Yeah, Your knuckles never... um Tried to Except sue anybody because the only of how time, attacked they were? The only time that happened was by accident when I was a freshman in high school. And I was waiting in between lunch for the bell to ring. And this kid came up and grabbed me by the throat and threw me against the wall. And I pushed him back and I swung. And I never, ever swing with my left. Ever. I swung with my left and I hit the kid and it grazed him in the nose. A teacher was coming to break it up at the same time hit him right in the mouth. He went down, he lost all of his teeth, he had a root canal, his mouth wired shut, all this crazy ass shit. The kid's nose was bleeding, by the way, so the cops came in and they were like, two guys with one punch, huh? My mom obviously wasn't too happy about this because she's sitting right there, but I'm like, holy shit, what is going to (laughs) happen now, right? This is two weeks into high school, I promised my mom I was going to do the right thing. This was vehicle. two weeks
2: ago, by
1: the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it happens. At the Dublin <laughs> Yeah, it happens. It happens. Yeah, right?
0: Thing. No, it was, uh, that's the only time when it came to doing something like that, that I got caught. Right. Right. But, no, it was great.
1: So, um. Bobby's been in a few situations, obviously. Maybe we, let's talk about a few, and you could say, maybe you say what you think you should have done, and Brian can actually probably give you a more correct answer. So. Always
2: punch him in the face first. <laughs> so um, Don't give him any time, punch him in the face. Just kidding.
1: How about this, story?
2: Because you can't argue self-defense. You can't be the first aggressor. You can never be the initial aggressor. Okay. Unless you can, in court, you can show that in that tiny little second. You had no ability to retreat. That's the key in self-defense. Can you retreat or not? Because you have a duty to retreat. Unless you're in your own home, you have a duty to retreat. You can punch anybody you want, and you'll be charged, as you probably should be, unless it's in self-defense. Okay. You're defending yourself or defending others, but it has to be immediate. If it's in your own home, you have no duty to retreat. If you're outside your home, if you can exit the situation, This is what the state always argues every time. And believe me, these prosecutors, these are weasels. These are fucking, these are lifetime government weasels. They will do everything to put the screws to you on these cases. They're not interested in justice. They have no interest in, like, should we prosecute this or not? They have no interest. They will put the screws to you if someone's injured. And often the person that's injured started the fight. They started the fight, they just happened to lose it. You know, I can tell a story in a little bit, I'll, I'll hold my tongue for a second. <laughs> okay. Um, no, you have a duty to retreat before you can use reasonable force to defend yourself or other people. And that's a tough thing. That's what juries decide every day. Uh, you can't. You got to walk away.
1: Same with bar fights. If you get in a bar fight. Any you fight, gotta, you yeah. got to walk away. Okay. You have
2: to walk away. If you have a chance to walk away, you have to walk away before you use force. God, I had trouble with that.
0: I mean, I would never, ever start him, but God, I loved him. After when the I was seriously six, 15 to 22, bring it. God, I would just be like, he's hungry. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Somebody's
2: getting it. Can yeah. I just, this is what I want. This is the anecdote I wanted to add because we just met recently. We talked about this fighting stuff because I'm not a big fighter, partly because if I was in a fight, I would probably lose. Uh, that's a big part of it, but also... Uh, We were talking about it, and Bobby was explaining to me how he never would start something, and I believe him in a second, never, ever would start a fight. He was defending his friends. He was defending somebody else. And, yeah, that is absolutely noble, but a lot of times those are the people that get in trouble Mm -hmm. because, again, back to the prosecution of the state, they don't see it that way. you got witnesses, people are drunk, someone gets seriously hurt, there's an outcry, and, like, we have to prosecute. So a lot of times the person like a Bobby doing what I think most of us would agree is uh, the right thing, defending your friends and beating the piss out of this motherfucker, Mm -hmm. is not the way the government looks at it. If someone's seriously injured, they don't care. They just look at the injury. It's political. It's bullshit. But we had this conversation. And I was trying to explain to him. And he said to me, he goes, never start a fight. Always defending people. And I believe him. And I was talking to a friend that knows him, and the first word out of his mouth was, "Bobby Fenny goes." He finished a lot of fights, never started them, but he finished a lot of fights. Yeah, he's I'm a good not player. rich enough, but if I ever need a bodyguard, I know who I'm hiring. That's all I'm saying. You don't need to be rich.
1: <laughs> all right, let's ask a couple of questions. So, Bobby's uh, Bobby's got a car. He's in high school, and he's. It, the transmission doesn't work forward, but it does work backwards. So he drives the car backwards all the way home down, uh, where were you on? Was Beam going,
0: Avenue? Going No, actually, I was on White Bear, and then I turned on Upper Afton.
1: Gets pulled over by the cops. Bobby, what would you do in that situation?
0: Well, the cops were right there, so and he knew us, so there's not much I could do. You just... Yeah, just like, hey, Mr. Miszenzik, how are you?
1: Ryan, is that what you would suggest doing if you drove a, a car backwards home for a mile?
2: I would offer to give him a hand job <laughs> and just call it a night and just listen, dude, whatever you want, man, just let me off, dude. Perfect
1: legal advice. Yeah. Quick one, it. you know, not a long
2: one, like not like an Asian massage parlor hand right. job, like a, just a you know, like a three minute hand.
1: Just a short one, okay. Good to know. All right, you're uh, in an airport. Bobby's in an airport. He's got a backpack, and Bobby's not a big dope smoker, but next thing you know, the dogs are on his bag, and smell it on there. You must have grabbed the wrong backpack. What do you say, Bobby?
0: These aren't my bags.
1: Not my bag, baby. Brian, what do you say?
2: That's a tough one.
1: Uh,
2: it's in the backpack that's on your body. Yep. So you'd have to argue that somebody else had put them in there and you're carrying someone else's
0: backpack.
2: I'd come out swinging and run. (laughs) Otherwise, I think you're fucked. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you can't. You're not going with the, uh, they're not mine. It's You're at the, especially the airport. I think you just start swinging. (laughs) You get out of there.
0: Then figure it out later. Yeah. Call
2: me. Call me. Yep. And, uh, Hide at a neighbor's house or family, family friend or something.
1: Hide in a boat. I just watched the Boston uh, let marathon them, let thing. Them hide figure in a boat. It out. Yep. I was gonna ask if you're uh, you come across an aggressive sports dad, like a hockey arena, and they start mouthing off, and you start mouthing off, and it comes punch to punch them in the
2: face for sure.
1: Punch them in the face. But you got to retreat first if you can.
2: I'm kidding. Don't punch <laughs>
1: well,
0: them. Oh, it's close. There's no, many There's been many no, times.
2: I never. But, but
0: if they're, seriously, though, if they're talking no, shit about no. kids on the ice and just being an absolute jack off, I want a piece of you. I mean, I, I can't take dumb people. No. Well, that's a good thing I have your number.
2: Don't, don't do it. No. Don't. Do it. No, no don't, here's where power comes. The power is in the... Uh, You gotta withhold that anger and rage. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows that person's a jackass. Let them continue to be the jackass. The more attention you pay to the jackass, they actually get empowered. That's what they're looking for. They're mad. Their wife's probably cheating on them, or they're an alcoholic or a drug addict, or just they're just miserable human beings. Who knows what it is? That's not a healthy, no healthy person acts that way. So if you give them anything, you're actually feeding into exactly what they're looking for.
0: But that's kind of what I that's want at the end of the day. No, because
2: you'll be in jail. And well, I know, but a lot of I, will, I will defend you know myself. Say? I'm going to go the other direction. You, you go know? out
0: there, practice falling down, and then I'm going to come out.
2: That's what I always use. <laughs> you can actually back it up. I can't, but I, Mike Ditka. Mike, that's a Ditka, that's a Ditka line. That's a Ditka. Go outside, roll around the parking lot and practice for a while. I'll meet you outside. Uh no, I would. My advice would be definitely don't hit someone. I'm being, I'm joking around. My advice would be, if, if it's really bothering you, versus uh, who cares, go talk to the person. Seriously, there's power in going up to the person and say, "Hey, dude, you got chill out, man. What are you? Uh, what's your name? Introduce yourself. Get to know them. Show them compassion. Show them kindness. I'm serious about this. Knowing that you can beat the shit out of them." Show them some compassion and kindness. Get to know them and tell them to just chill out. Hey, listen, dude, I understand, brother. But, you know, a lot of people don't like this stuff. Now, if they're, like, erratic, obviously that can go a different direction. But sometimes these people just need someone to talk to.
0: Oh, no, I agree. Sometimes that's my thing. I'll go right. sit down. Don't even threaten them. But, no, 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 I don't. Sometimes I'll go sit right next to somebody and say, dude, what's up? What, what's the problem today? Having a bad day? You know Just try to talk to them. Yeah. And I honestly, I've talked my way out of 80% more fights than I've got into. They're never worth it. No, I don't want to do it. They're don't get me wrong. It. it was fun when it happened. But, but there's
2: I, this power there's, in if you can talk to humans and bring them down to a, a different level to relax them. It's never fucking worth it. Oh They're just it. angry about something else anyway. It's, it's, it's never hard, about the game.
0: But it's hard, right? I mean, you were born in North St. Paul. I was born in St. Paul. And... I grew up in a shitty ass part of East Side, right? So Payne Avenue. The first time, like I was in a bar, I just seen crazy ass fights, and like I mean, it was crazy. That oh, way. it's learned for sure. Yeah, I it was it. unbelievable. Absolutely. it's so learned you, behavior. Yes, it's learned behavior for sure. But Are I, you seen that's
2: different than if uh, you grew up in like Weizata.
0: Oh no, that's learned behavior for sure, too. No, but it is. Absolutely. Even the people
2: that act a little pretentious or arrogant, they're learning that. It's all learned. We're organisms. All this is learned. The question is, you want to join in with this, or do you want to go, you know what? I'm gonna try to stop this bullshit. And be like, hey, I can stop this guy from getting, you know, not kicked out, or someone's gonna knock him out. Yeah. I think that's the that's my advice.
1: All right.
0: I like it. I like it. All Let's
1: right. take this chance real quick to talk about uh it's getting warm up. Jimmy's Salad dressings and dips has uh coleslaw and it's delicious and it's uh they got that slaw sauce. Yeah, it's definitely slaw season. So check it out. They got original pineapple, fat free. It goes well with burgers. It goes well with uh, chicken sandwiches. Chicken sandwiches. You put it right on top. It's got that difference between the hot stuff and the cold stuff. Uh, check it out at Cubber Hive. That's Jimmy's salad dressings and dips. And like Bobby always says, don't you be messing with the dressing. So check it out. <laughs> um, I also want to get into uh, one other thing with you. Uh, Mr. Attorney Friend. Can I just
2: say this, though? Oh, yeah. That stuff on a chicken sandwich. I cook. I have a restaurant in my house. I'm not kidding you. I won't say the name on the air. (laughs) There's a waiting list. But that stuff you're selling, what's it called? Jimmy's. I've had that. Jimmy's.
1: Jimmy's coleslaw dressing. I've had
2: Jimmy's dressing. Jimmy's coleslaw on a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Oh. Especially poolside. I want to have some people over. Usually ladies, but could be some guys too that is the best stuff go out and get that right now i agree i dig it all right so let's ask, a,
1: let's ask a couple questions there's a lot of famous trials always going on uh we've got a famous attorney here with us in the studio today um tell us what your thoughts are maybe we can do a quick rundown obviously um i don't know what it is like the, the more time goes on the more famous crazy cases happen um starting with oj of course oj what do you think not guilty
2: oh <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> oh, just kidding no he highly highly likely committed the murders but what people don't understand is this because that's the most famous question i get at cocktail parties like what do you think about oj i'm like yeah he did it well, what do you think about the verdict the verdict was just the verdict was absolutely correct the not guilty verdict was absolutely right and people don't understand that and uh, the media our our schools or even you know if you want to go to the parents people do a really poor job of educating kids on the law and what the law means and, and and how important it is if you can't convince those 12 jurors that someone committed that crime whether it's murder theft drugs assault whatever it is beyond a reasonable doubt they should acquit and they didn't convince those 12 jurors and so it's always a just verdict. It's always a just verdict. If the state can't convince them, excuse me, it's always a just verdict. And people go, well, how can you say it if you think he did it? Because they didn't convince those 12 people. There's laws. The laws are not about did they do it or not. Everyone thinks it's about did they do it or not. Like Dateline NBC, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> when we get back, you're going to figure out if Uncle John was really where he was. Like, it's stupid. Like, no, in a courtroom, they have a, a burden of proof. And it's not about OJ. It's about us. I don't know about you guys. It's not about us. It's not about, like, did you commit the crime? It's about if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, which innocent people are all the time, it looks like they did it. Can you imagine anything worse than being innocent and locked up in a cage for something you didn't do? Can you guys imagine anything worse? Brutal. You're sitting in jail going, I didn't do this. And the public's like, oh, yeah, you did. Like, no, a lot of innocent people are charged with crimes they didn't do. Now, we've seen the evidence on OJ. Yeah, of course we think he did it. But it doesn't matter. That jury said, no, you haven't convinced us. That's what protects us. That protects all of us. They have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt, any person, they have to convince a jury of that. That literally protects us. It's not about OJ, it's about us. Because otherwise, it's like, oh, well, I think he did it. That's not the burden of proof. I think he did it. It's not (laughs) the burden of proof. By the way, if they wouldn't have moved that trial, he would have been convicted. It was in Bel Air. They moved it downtown LA. There's been documentaries on this. They've admitted such. They moved it because of the media and the craziness. Bel Air courthouse was small. These are all the rich people, mostly white. Uh, They would have convicted him in a second. They moved to LA. Where they got a lot of black people, and these people have seen the worst of racism and the shit the police have done to them. They don't trust police, and by the way, why would they? I mm-hmm. won. Why would they trust them? They didn't trust them, and so he had a great defense team, and money. Do- money does buy a great defense, and they won.
1: Fair enough. What about uh, another rich guy, but a rich white guy, Alex Murdaugh? The uh, just recent, where was he from? Down in uh, South Carolina, North Carolina. Good old boy.
0: He, he's a good old yeah, boy. Yeah, he's who a good old boy. They had his, a whole town. They were like yeah, Diggs town.
1: His kid was in a boat accident yeah. and probably killed one of his friends, and then he was charged with killing his son and his wife. Uh,
2: Do you have a specific question? Because that's fucking Craker. <laughs> <laughs> that's just fucking nuts. i got a glimpse of it on netflix and i stopped because i do it for a living i'm like oh god and then the real trial happened i really wanted to focus on the prosecutor cross-examination of him because he took the stand and uh god he's a he's a sociopath he's either the most innocent or the most guilty person you've ever seen in your entire life if i'm in vegas I'm putting all my money on guilty. <laughs> okay, good enough. You are a, a gambler. He is he's guilty as fuck. <laughs> I mean, this dude, but he's good. He, they, I couldn't believe the prosecutor gave him that much rope to talk. He just kept asking these open-ended questions and he allowed him to talk. But uh, yeah, I don't know if he did or not, but I'm pretty sure he did it. Great, show OJ on on definitely it out. did. Yeah. OJ definitely
1: did. Alex Merna, I'm guessing he did it. Uh, Alec Baldwin. So. He's in a movie. He's got a gun. He shoots it at the camera and he hits the director and all sorts of things. Like, what's that about? So I've done this three times in my life. I've killed
2: three people accidentally with fake firearms on movie sets.
1: I'm joking. He has? <laughs> has he? He just said, I he said did. I said I did. I know. I was going <laughs> to say, but I was like, I thought you were
2: relating him back to no, Alec Baldwin. I was Baldwin. making a poor attempt okay, at gotcha. a joke because the, the premise is absurd. But... I'm going to go a different way here. I feel bad for him. I'm an Alec Baldwin fan, but I also know he hates the Republicans. So he's a Democrat. So I've noticed that the Republicans pile on on him on something like this. And I've seen this over and over again. It's like, who gives a shit what your political stripe is? The guy fucked up. He didn't know. And you know what? None of us are in that world there's a handler that handles the guns and they hand you the gun? No, he should be charged, this is bullshit. (laughs) Now, do I think in a different world that uh, maybe he should have looked at it himself? Maybe, I don't know, because it doesn't make any sense to me. Isn't that why you rely on these people? This sounds fucking crazy. Like, here's the gun. Bang, bang, point, point. Like, why would a guy making millions of dollars? He was the producer of that movie, by the way. I think they have people that are supposed to do that.
1: Let's go to, uh, uh, have you seen The Staircase on Netflix? Did you see the stair- Started it. Yeah? You're, you're it's back to what I do for a living.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like, it's hard that's to a weird that one, isn't it? It's hard to get through that stuff for me.
1: Yeah, that's a weird thing. Okay. If get, I didn't do this for a living, on.
2: I'd be more interested in it.
1: Uh, how okay. This isn't maybe criminal, but Britney Spears and her dad. Do you think Britney Spears um have you seen I know what nothing she's about doing lately? It. Okay. I only
2: know this. I'll tell you what I know. I know this. I'll make it very quick. So she had a, a person, her dad, that took over her yes. finances yeah. because she was by the court decreed to be incapable. And she may have been. And he may have had good intentions because she's if she's making tens of millions of dollars and fucking some piece of white trash guy who's like drug addict, the dad's like, maybe I should kind of protect my daughter. I don't know if that's a situation because I don't follow. If that's a situation, I get it. But yeah, that's exhausted. Like at some point, you're like, okay, she grew up. Now it's time for her to accept her own mistakes. She's got to be thirty now, right? So no, know, but I
0: think she's older than that. But yeah. yes, but she. Right. At some but now point, you
1: watch her on on, on Instagram, or whatever. You're like, Ugh, you might need someone right. watching over you because.
0: But at some point, you have to live your life. Well, yeah, you, and you have right? to accept your right. own consequences.
2: Yeah. I think there's often uh, two truths can be uh, two things can be true at the same time. Okay, she can have an overbearing dad that's doing too much to protect her daughter. And early on, she could have, you know, really needed that. And maybe his intentions were good. But the way the, the press does it, they always it's like the politics now. Everything's binary. It's you're pro I don't fucking know anything about Britney Spears, by the way. <laughs> but it's like binary choices. I know about binary choices because that's what the politicians do. That's what the media does. You're this or that. You're racist or you're not. Yeah, right? right. you you're you're pro this or you're pro that. You're for this or you're against that. No, no. in between at all. There's all yeah. there's so much nuance no and complexity in most of the great uh, questions in life. I mean, these things take the highly intelligent, educated people to figure out, let alone the rest of them.
1: Right, Oscar Pistorius. Do you see any of that? Do you know that guy, the Blade Runner, the guy that has the weird fake one, blades, yeah. and, one. and he killed his girlfriend. And it's one of the like,
2: strangest uh, cases I've. I did. I followed that because I love sports and very interested. And I love international stuff. And the that was a weird one. I've never understood that one. That's one of those ones that, you know, in America, we have a different uh, system. I know this in South Africa. They don't have juries. They have a tribunal like a lot of countries do. They don't have juries. They don't have their peers. And and their rules of evidence are different. And so, I I mean, I really can't say much more than that. He either had a domestic and wanted to kill her and then made up this crazy story or... He literally woke up from some, not sober, some drug-addled alcohol dream. Here's something weird. You know, some of these people, I haven't been around uh, any of these people in my personal life, and I'm not saying that I'm just normal human. My clients have. I've definitely represented some crazies. The way I understood it. Again, without, I didn't watch any documentaries. I I read a lot. I just read the news. I read a lot of stuff. I read a lot of things. So I incorporate what I read into my knowledge. I'm not like, I didn't watch any of this. Dateline NBC, coming up next.
1: You think all that's BS? You think all that is just like- Well, it's 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 meant
2: for hits and clicks and profit. Right. It it is utter bullshit. Even that's twisted. It's not even that. It is twist. Okay. It is purely to get people- to watch so they can make money. Mm-hmm. And the, the no one's going, uh, well, they're not pouring the money in your hand. It's just the way that they're, from every level down, they're taught, trained, is to make the money. They're not interested in the truth. Journalism, we'll get, we'll get in journalism in a second if you want to talk about it, but back to the story, I'll wrap it up really fast. The way I understood it was he was in a really high crime area and had a crazy security thing around him, but people do crazy shit around there. And if he's drug ill and alcoholic, and that doesn't excuse it. But if he wakes up paranoid and thinks someone's breaking in his house, you know, I'm thinking about, I've had, I've represented a lot of clients that have done some weird shit, like jumped in swamps, hiding from, like they think the aliens are getting them because they're on drugs. Like if he wakes up and thinks there's a, a person came to the window in there and started shooting, I don't know this that's not a murder that's still awful and you should be punished but that's not a murder that's not a murder that's a that's a that's like someone um getting drunk and running someone over which is horrible and bad and we should obviously put them in prison too but that's a different deal that's not the intent it's not evil awful human that was like mad at his girlfriend and killed her and the way the media and the courts treated him was like he literally was like angry at her and murdered her. Like that's the worst murder of all time. Like he makes uh what's the guy from South Carolina you just asked me about? Murda. He makes Murda look like a fucking, you know, like, come on. Yeah.
1: Right. A genius.
2: Yeah. Right. That's how you're going to kill her. <laughs> I'm in my own house. Just going to start shooting her in the bathroom and call the police and say, yeah, there's an intruder. Yeah.
1: Right. It's the dumbest good point. That intent action is good point. Makes yep, OJ look
2: like fucking, uh, I don't even know. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs>
1: Sherlock Holmes. Oh, uh, that's great. All right, let's 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 jump over. Uh, we're going to do this. We're going to do another. We're going to talk about one of our other favorite sponsors. And then oh, I can't wait. And then we're going to talk about uh, uh, Bobby Finn, the new Bobby Finn segment here. So uh, I want to talk real quick about Unreal. So Unreal is a new sponsor for Pull Tab Sports. I've got an Unreal sweatshirt on. They make uh, athletic clothing athletic. They're an athletic brand, Um, big and tall from everyday athletes. You'll get that true fit you need every day, not just game day. And what's cool about Unreal is they're not VC backed. They're uh, they're they started by an entrepreneur who just like started the clothing company because he had a dream. He wanted to be it. He he wanted to be an athletic brand Uh, when he makes they make great clothing. and they don't just want to be remembered for their clothing but they want to be remembered for how they make a difference um, and they do make a difference because because that's why they donate 10 percent of their profits to organizations who make an impact in communities so that's really cool about unreal i just saw i worked downtown i saw a big unreal billboard um, awesome. and unreal's unrl um, i've seen it we, they've sponsored sports teams they make great clothes uh, check out their website and their website is Unrl.co, so it's Unreal.co, not .com. dot un- .co, that's even cooler. Um, so go to uh, Unreal.co, and if you use the promo code PullTab15, you get 15% off your next order. So they've got cool golf clothes. They got cool like joggers, sweatshirts like I'm wearing. They, they're known for these like like these like these hoodies that got that little lip on them. They're pretty sweet. So Unreal.co, and use that promo code. Pull tap to 15 for 15% off your next order. All right, we got a new segment on Bobby Finn knows everyone. And this is I'm Call really them look, the Snuggies. I'm looking forward to Snuggy. My daughter's got a snuggie. <laughs> I'm looking forward. Full snuggie. I'm looking forward to this new uh this new segment. And this is Bobby's bar review. So we're gonna go to a bar every week. Uh this. Bobby's gonna give you his little uh his synopsis of it, tell you what he thinks of it. So Bobby. Let's start with your bar, your bar review for the week. What do you want? Which bar want, you want to talk well, about? Well, let's just
0: go. Let's just go from where we just came from. Okay. Tiff's Tiffany's Tiff- Tiffany's on Ford Parkway in Saint Paul. Okay. Tiff's is. I mean, it's an old school bar. The the atmosphere is fantastic. I mean, a lot of the really cool people around there. The TVs are fantastic for watching games. No golden tea, which sucks. Okay. But overall, the service is great. Food is really great. The you know. Drinks are solid. You know, she gave me a short. I always forget to ask for a tall. Shorty
1: know? or tall. That's yeah, a difference you know, maker. Yeah. You know,
0: I need to ask for talls all the time because I think you get a little more, even though they say you don't.
1: That's what they say. Like if you order a tall, they still give the same booze. They just fill it up with a little more mix.
0: But Tiff's is great. I mean, Tiff's okay. is an absolute place, a destination place to go. Great ownership. Blake Monpett owns it. Fantastic guy. I mean, it's it's a good place to go. There's not a ton of places around that area either. So go out of your way, go to Tiff's. I'd give it a nine point two.
1: Ho- whoa, you're yeah. just going nine.
0: Po- hold on, let's nine. break this down a little bit. Nine point oh. ah. two. Okay, drinks out of ten. What do you think about their drinks? Drinks are in, probably a nine five because I mean she gives you a stiff drink.
1: They do make you sk- yeah. give you. St- I had yeah. a Red Bull. Jody, by the way. Jody. She's great. She's,
0: Jody, she's fantastic. Great. So,
1: great. Uh, what'd you have? What drinks do you have?
0: Oh, so I had uh vodka Red Bull, flaming mm-hmm. Viking. Then I had uh you know a couple of Miller Lights and uh Jameson Ginger.
1: Okay. All right. I yeah. don't wanna like we might have to uh find you uh some protection tonight for getting out of here. <laughs> uh okay, so how about atmosphere? atmosphere? Atmosphere is
0: great. A lot of you know, nice, nice business people in there right after work. You you know, you get later at night and now you got you know more of the local people. So it's 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 very, very solid bar.
1: So what out of town atmosphere?
0: atmosphere is probably nine
1: okay service jody
0: you say her name is jody she's, she's good jody's yeah. the only I'll one give her i a
2: five <laughs>
0: <laughs> jody's jody's solid jody's, jody's solid. Solid. solid yeah she was very attentive i give her an eight five
1: okay and then did they have uh food or no food
0: well i had some
1: food okay they, had, this, they have food this, as
0: well i i didn't have a lot of food i just had some chips and guac and it was great. Is this
1: a place you could take your wife? Yes or no? Absolutely. But you can't, can you get away from the guys there? For, get away from the women and hang with the guys?
0: Absolutely. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, Touch tunes. Yes or no? I didn't see it, but I'm guessing they do. Brian? I don't know
2: what that is. Touch, Touch tunes? tunes?
1: Yeah. You play music up your phone and plays the that tunes. That sounds
2: weird to me, but uh, I don't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own a van. <laughs> <That> sounds <laughs> fucking
1: weird. Uh, golden tea. Yes or no? Is that we do tea. around Lake Nokomis or something? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> no golden tea. Maybe touch tunes. We're not sure. I think they have touch. They do have I'm food, guessing. and then um,
2: highly advised no touch tunes. No
1: touch tunes. Yeah, that okay. Be criminal. So Bobby's going to the upper nines for uh, Tiffany's. No lower nines. Lower, lower nines. nines for Tiffany's. Yep. Okay. Tips, is, tips, a great is, spot. Great tips spot. is a hot spot. Yep. Okay. Good to know. That's Bobby's bar review. Uh, that's from T- that's Tiffany's. Uh, all right. <sighs> what else you got, Bobby? What, what should we get into here? I think we should get into some gambling. All right, so uh, sports gambling. You sports guys, so, so, are you guys going to bet on any
0: Minnesota teams here in the playoffs? Well, let's not even go to Minnesota teams. But, you know, obviously Brian mm-hmm. likes to dabble in the in the sports gambling. This is all true. What's yeah. the hot tip? What's well, the hot tip? I don't know if I would listen to his I've hot been tip right really now. I on a really bad streak. I think I it was 4-19 four four, the last. Oh.
2: Yeah, four nineteen in the last 23 bets. I did get the wild last night. Thank God, I oh. stayed up to one a.m. It didn't <laughs> Just, really matter. I like the wild, but yeah, it didn't really matter. When you lose that much, it doesn't really matter. So sweating it, but uh, okay. Yeah. How about
1: college football? Do you want any money on college football? This? this well, they don't start till September. No, I mean last that last. Oh, I did well.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. College football, I feel more confident. NBA playoffs, little NHL, but man, I'm telling you.
1: What's the hot tip? Like, what do you like, what do you, like for a guy like me who doesn't gamble? Like, what would you say? Like, this is this is where you're probably going to win your money. Right here's here. my tip.
2: You will never, ever, ever win money gambling on sports, ever. (laughs) And if you think you will, you're lying to yourself. You may as well be a drug addict or an alcoholic. You will never win. You gamble for pleasure. You gamble so you can talk to your friends about it. You gamble so you can jump off your sofa and high five your friends when you win a parlay. A three team parlay. You jump off, you high five, you're excited. You don't even give a shit for the day if you lost 500 bucks, you won a goddamn fucking parlay. That's all that matters, you win a parlay. You do it for fun. If you do it to make money, yeah, you're in the wrong path. Okay.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you, you're kind of right on. I mean, you do it for fun. I don't... If you're not gambling on sports, what but, are you gambling on? Vegas don't get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, that's what I told my kid. Because people are winning. Those right? hotels aren't made yeah, for people right. winning money. I think you should be able to get like a plaque on every door, whatever door you stay in. If you lose $1,000, $10,000, whatever, $100, <laughs> do not have that kind of dough. But you should be able to put some, your name on something. Yeah. Say, hey, Bobby Finn was here. Bobby Finn helped build I this building. That. And yeah. what
2: a great name, by the way, yeah. Bobby Finn. <laughs> did you watch uh, Banshees of Inisherin? Uh, I love movies. Yeah, that was up uh, for the Irish Academy Award, right? What a great Irish name. Yeah. But you could just name a fucking movie Bobby Finn, and it's going <laughs> to be great. Seriously. And the guy that made that also made, uh, did you ever see, uh, oh, God, it was in Belgium. In Bruges. Oh, I've seen In Bruges. In Bruges is amazing. Yep. Same director, In Bruges. I mean, fuck. His next movie should just be called Bobby Finn. <laughs>
1: I got to see the, the- I can write
2: it right now. <laughs> Give me another whiskey. I can write this fucking thing in two hours. <laughs> That's fantastic.
1: Chat GPT will write it for you.
2: Yeah. We'll make Colin Farrell your character. He loves Colin uh, Farrell all the uh, time.
1: Was he in the last one? Was he in the Banshees? Yeah. Okay.
2: He's in Banshees. He was in a- uh, uh, in bruges and then he also loves uh brendan gleason who was in a another great one you guys gotta watch this if you haven't seen this i don't know if you're irish or not you could be anywhere. i got some irish in me, yeah for sure i mean italian irish fucking norwegian for <laughs> of fuck's sake these minnesotans are all fucking norwegians this guy looks irish you're irish right? all irish dude you gotta watch the calvary the calvary huh yeah same director from banshee same director from in bruges you got to watch the calvary i'm gonna do that oh my god it's so fucking good they're all <laughs> mm, you gotta fucking watch this shit
1: the calvary I like you it. heard it here first on bobby finnos everyone let's
2: watch it. movie reviews
1: i dig it uh all right we also have another segment we want to talk about here and this is what we call and you're gonna like this one brian it's called our "Don't Be a Dick" moment of the week, and Bobby Finn knows when we talk about be a good person, do good things, help your love, help your help your neighbor. Love, help don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. But there's times when there's people we see out there we're like, that's a dick moment. That's a dick move, right?
0: They're very. I mean, it's too easy to do the right things.
1: So it's hard to do the right service thing. bartenders. We talked about good bars. Talked yeah, about Tiff was yeah. high on your uh, and the good service. I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know what's going on. I was at a bar a couple weeks ago. I'm not going to call out the bar, but I'm standing at the end of the bar. We were at Cheesecake a, factory. We were at a birthday party <laughs> and I, All I ordered a couple drinks. She didn't put my wife's glass in a red wine glass. She put it in like a champagne flute. She just kept like, she didn't know how to make a Paloma. And this was a cocktail bar, like a crafted cocktail bar. She didn't know what a Paloma was. She didn't know how to make it old fashioned. And I was like, this is a crafty cocktail place. At the end of the night, she brings me my bill and I'm going to put the receipt on our on our on our uh, Instagram. It was $172 for me and my wife. And I looked at it and I said, "What?" And she's like, "I don't know who was here. I don't know who you're with. I you figure you guys figure it out." I go, "You guys, I'm not here with like 12 people with me." I was with myself and, and a friend and my wife, and I was like, I'm not figuring out 172. There was like four whiskeys that were seventy-two dollars. Or t- I'm t- it was 72 dollars, but it was twelve dollars a piece. There was a twenty four dollar glass of bourbon. There was two like reposado tequilas. God, I'm getting thirsty. And, <laughs> and
2: I was like, Say it slower. <laughs> Can you just do a deeper voice and say it fucking slower, please? Just go back.
0: Reposado tequilas. <laughs> Slow,
2: how many? How many? How many? I was like, what's
0: going on? So so why All these people you didn't know around. She just gave me the bill said, for
1: everybody. And I said, no, not happening. And <laughs> I went to the other bartender. I go, I don't know what's going on right now, but I'm not paying $172 for people I don't know. He goes, she's new. She doesn't know what she's doing. We had to pull her in because we couldn't find service tonight. So uh, whatever you want to pay, just pay me. And I was like, oh, Did what? you get
2: bottle service at Cowboy Jacks in Bloomington? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that what you get for $172? Uh what is going on with service industry dude? Oh, I could talk a lot
2: about that. Uh, Let's hear here it. Go. Let's roll them up. Let's hear it. Well, I think that a couple things happen. There's a generation, the Gen Zs and millennials, something happened where people don't respect hard work anymore. I know they get mad at me when I say this, but like they don't like to the work there's no, like, uh, even the lower level people just work their fucking ass off to do something, to climb and climb and climb. And now it's like, eh, whatever. Like They don't even look at you at the bar. When you try to get a drink, they're like, they're over here. You sit there, like, at some of the nicest restaurants and bars in the cities, you're like, what? You can't get their attention. They're like, what are they doing? And it's like this, uh, looking at my phone, texting. <laughs> i got to make drinks to the table. I'll get to you when I get to you. It's like a passive-aggressive thing. Yeah. Like, they're so excited to fuck someone over who's out trying to have a good time because they're not out trying to have a good time. It they, they, The paradigm has shifted. Yep, It used to be, where I grew up, the, the hospitality business was rich and lively and vibrant. Like, people were like, they loved it. It was like an excitement, like. Well, can I get you this? You know, the, no offense to the girls, but the guys got laid that were in the business. And the girls did too, but you know, if they're hard, they can get laid. But <laughs> it was like, guys can do it.
1: there's But there's pride in like helping people oh, and absolutely. doing good things. Absolutely. I yeah.
2: bartended for eight years. You, you, and I wanted people having fun. You look around and you're like, what can I do to make you have a good, yes, yeah. absolutely.
1: Right, now it's like, I don't. if I make eye contact with you, I might have to do work.
2: They're angry. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're almost like, why are you here? Why am I here? And you're like, I'm just trying to get a fucking drink, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even today, I met a friend at uh, Longfellow Grill, which is a nice little spot I don't hang out at. I haven't been to in 12 years. They only Dinah Grill, Highland Grill. I have a lady from the works at Highland Grill. I love Highland Grill, the depth. And, but each restaurant is very different. Highland Grill is amazing. But I'm at Longfellow Grill. And the bartender's a nice guy, but... He's just vacant, like he's trying, but it's like, what
0: he's not all there.
2: He's talking to one guy. I'm like, can I just get a glass of water? You
0: can't put your blinders on when you're a bartender. No, you ha- is- you can talk to somebody, but you hear everything. And what is one of the key things about bartending though? You 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 adapt this keen sense of hearing. You can hear a whisper <laughs> in a loud ass freaking joint. I mean, so if you if somebody's want, if you can hear a glass go down on a table, or on the counter, you know they want a drink. So you can keep your conversation, keep it, keep it going. But
2: freaking listen up! As huh? soon as I asked him if tip was included, which I knew it wasn't, he came over and wanted to talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's right? a great, that's yeah. a great tip right yeah. there.
1: Hey, is, by the way, is tip included? <laughs> uh...
2: Nobody wanted to engage. Yeah. Uh, immediately versus vice versa, like. The way I grew up, I love going out. I love going to bars. I like eating at bars. I don't want to get a table. I want to eat a bar with a lady friend, a beautiful woman, have a good time. I want someone in front of me. Like, what do you guys need? Like, I'll plug some people really quick. I'm not a plugger, but JD Hoyt's, man. JD Hoyt's. You go to Hoyt's, Hoyt's is great food, but like, the service is like, you go to Hoyt's, it's like, you're just taken care of. Oh, yeah. All these people are like, they no lack of eye contact. It is immediate at all times. What can I do for you at all times? These yeah. are pros. St. Paul Grill used to be that way. Now they're not even open on Sundays. They're all gone. I love I love Manny's Bar. I don't love their food. I, I don't love Murray's Bar, but I love their food.
0: Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Murray's food over Manny's food. Murray's. Okay. Not even close. Manny's bar over Murray's Manny's
2: bar. is so like, it's on steroids. Like if you order asparagus, you get like two people coming out with like these pulls of asparagus on their shoulders. <laughs> their salad is like a, a bowl that can feed a family of 25 and it's disgusting. It doesn't even taste good. They're like, more! <laughs> Corporate card, more stuff! Everyone's like, yeah, I made it. Look at me, I'm at Manny's. It's gross. Murray's is for people that enjoy a good steak and good uh good, and <laughs> good size and good food man he's like oh I got the card I got it back here I it's on me <laughs> mm,
0: that's so great that's the
2: truth too you only bring corporate customers cards. look at me I made it the corporate card <laughs> hacksaw that fucking say uh, they're not uh, They're not seasoned appropriately, by the way. Now their steaks are seasoned appropriately. The be- the meat's beautiful. They're you not seasoned appropriately. They're just not. Uh,
0: we need to do I more. could go on oh, for yeah. three Duke straight Cannon? days. Oh, dude. Hang on. We got a little Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon products. Playoff beard season. Here's the deal, though. Duke Cannon, I do use Duke Cannon. I use the serious Flow with the main tamer. Holy crap. I mean... My wife loves it. I get a lot of compliments from other people. Nice. But, you know, they got other products, too. Nobody ever says it. They got other products, too. They got, you know, they got the shampoo, and they got the, the body wash, the thick body wash. What comes it's, in pucks? The pucks, the Serious Flow. Serious Flow comes serious in Serious Flow comes in pucks. It's yep. fantastic. I mean, but it, it's a great product, a great company, local company. I mean, they're doing great things. You know, you can get it at Target or DukeCanon.com.
1: Nope. Right now, as well, um, you shop at com and you use the code beard10. You get 10% off your next order. Playoff beards. For your playoff beards. Let's yeah. go, baby. You yeah. got to get them chops. You got to get that mustache rocking like Middleton.
0: Love his sash.
1: So good. Can I add this? Well, hold on. Work harder, smell better with Duke Cannon. Get it. Get it. Uh, playoffs. You're a sports guy. Wild going to win the first playoff round?
2: You know, I'm a sucker. I think finally this is their year, but I'm a sucker.
1: I'm a sucker too. I, I looked the at them I, I, you know,
2: in preparation for tonight because I am I love sports, man. And I like NBA more than NHL. I love them both, but I, I, I'm i more into McDavid than the Wild. Like I'm more into Edmonton than the Wild. Like the Wild have disappointed me for so long. Like, okay, you're going to start the first round. You're down 0-2. It's, we're out. I'm tired. Same with the Vikings. Same with the fucking Twins. The only reason I was excited about the Timberwolves this year is because they haven't been in anything for fucking years. So I was like, wow, we got a new entree. But, uh, no, I'm excited about the Wolves. I think they, the goalie, I think the key is always the goalie. I mean,
1: Gustafson looks fucking amazing. He did look good he last night. And
2: if you get yeah. a hot goalie
1: yep.
2: and the playoffs start and you get a hot goalie, you can win the whole So you
1: time. think the Wild go further than the Wolves? Yes. Really. All right.
2: So, so okay.
0: So, get back to that. I mean, we, obviously, we're wrapping up, but you're a, you're a basketball
2: fan. Go Bear trade. I still like it. I love it. I'm telling you, it, it, All the the nerd heads hate it. The the, the NBA. I love Bill Simmons. Like I, I listen to Bill Simmons like religiously, literally. He's like my brother I've never met before, and he hates it. And I understand why he hates it, but I think he's definitely uh, doesn't understand it. We got a shot.
0: I think he adds a, a, a like just a part of the the game that we've never had a pure center that he doesn't give a shit if he scores, he doesn't he doesn't care. I mean, he's not the Joker, but he's close. I think he does. Well, let's not say that he's
2: not close. to I Jokic. think he's close. No, I mean, he's Jokic is the best player in the NBA. Oh, I Are agree,
0: you- but as far as centers goes joker's the best In right
2: beads unbelievable there's some good players
0: for sure but hey thanks brian for coming out thanks for being on this is fantastic tommy great one <laughs> thomas thomas i don't know if you've ever laughed harder <laughs> this is fantastic well look to the right hey, to watch thomas it's laughing. like we always say you know do the right things be a good person you know this this is what we all grew up on we were taught how to to just help each other out do the you know be a good person you know, and most of all, it's pretty simple. If everybody went through life, just don't be a dick.